Cancel culture is real. CrossPolitik is on the front lines of this battle with the goal of creating a Christian television network and platform where we can't be canceled and where content creators will have the freedom to glorify God. Our goal is to create a space for like-minded businesses to thrive on this platform and to reach an audience that will not only buy your products and services, but also support your business when the heat of cancel culture comes your way. We want our platform to help you create an anti-fragile business as we bring together Christians from all over the world to tune in. With millions of downloads a year, access to DirecTV, Xfinity, and social media outlets, we are excited to partner with you. So, if you own a business and believe in this vision, then you need to call me. I'm Garrison Hardy, and I am the business development rep at CrossPolitik and the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. We are looking for businesses, large or small, that not only have great products and services, but also understand that the cultural battle that is impacting the business climate here and now. I have a background in marketing, and I'd love to help you advertise your business on CrossPolitik. Give me a call at 208-792-1290 or email me at garrison at fightlaughfeast.com. You had to drop the bass for this one. Yeah, I need it. Yep. Welcome to the Midweek Fix. Pastor Toby, Chuck Knox, I'm the Waterboy. It's good to be with you. I think we're the fastest growing Christian podcast. And probably not. Uh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> no, I don't know. Probably I don't know. not. No. Um, what, if you guys what, don't know, I know we got a lot of newer listeners um, over this last year. And if you guys don't know, we're also on DirecTV, uh, TLN, Xfinity. and We're the fastest growing fun. podcast that got canceled from YouTube, YouTube. There we go. last week. Yeah, there we go. Probably not either. So, so the Shut best up. way, <laughs> probably not either. It's so negative. Come it's on. so negative. Just so, the, to be so the best way to get us is you got to download the app. That's the best yes, way. That's it, right. It's going to be the hardest way for them to cancel us. And we actually live stream the show through the app. You got to go to. You got to click on the live stream in the app. Let me do that uh, right now. Yeah, do that right now. And, and then kidding. you can screencast it to your um, to your Apple TV or whatever. Um, you Don't can be also, dependent. Don't be dependent on big uh, tech. It, you know, it's funny to me because we spent what six years building up that YouTube channel. Had you know thousands, yeah, five years, it's five years, five years building up that YouTube channel, and you know, kind of working for YouTube, bringing people over to YouTube, people watching on YouTube and consuming YouTube. Yeah, and then yeah. they cancel us or, well, or at least suspend us until November. Strike two. Well, that's what people don't understand about social media. This is something that we've been really thinking about a lot. Right on social media, you are either working for them. Right. Or they are working for you. That's right. And it's very hard to have them work for you. Right. Right. And so you have to think about how do I do this? So just posting right. a lot doesn't mean that they're, that they're working for you. Right. So right. how do you do that? So there's a lot of people, by the way, I'm gonna let you finish in a second. Um, but right now, a lot of people are asking, how do you use the app? If you go to the app, if you have the app and you're at the home screen, all you have to do is go to more in the bottom right hand corner. More. Hit more. And then you'll see FLF live. FLF Live, yeah, and then right. it pops up, and you can click right into the live stream and cast that right to your television. So if you're not like, wow, I really love YouTube because I could cast it right to my television. Well, you can still do that. right? Inside. And guess what? But, but you can also click on live stream and the banner on the home page. Yeah, that'd be too simple. Boom. That's, that's, that's what you do. Because you have do. to wait for it to cycle through. No, you just, no it's right stream. there. It just pops up. It's oh, the first wow, one that pops up. That. Well, you live can do stream. Live stream click on it. the banner. Click banner. it. Does it work? Because I don't get it. You it works. works. Just join. Well, yeah, it's... No, what? Where's where is it now? There you go. It's the banner. Click the just click the live stream. Oh. It says it's scheduled for eight o'clock. No, 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 the, no. Click the red at the top. Live. Oh, there you go. Let me click it for you. Come on, there we go. There we go. You got actually. Let me click, click it. You got actually got to <laughs> click the button. <laughs> so, oh, that, right there now. we are. Yeah. So, <laughs> ooh, you can cast it right to. So, your so that's that's in our app. But you can All also. Right. Um, the other thing is, we'd appreciate if you actually subscribe to Rumble too. Yeah. Um, oh, it, let me go to you, Rumble real quick. Rumble. Is uh, kind of a competitor of YouTube, um, but it it's also it's also kind of like run by Russians. <laughs> Have you noticed? <laughs> like Great. the CEO and the COO, they're all Russians. So you know, the, at least of, they but, know the difference between boys and girls. Oh, stop Pastor. it! You That's told true. me to shut up. You hit me. <laughs> wow. I mean, it's come to that. Yeah, yeah it's it's kind, I mean, wrong. you know, like Russians are supporting free speech. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we got to be careful, but nevertheless, it's like you know when when you live in you know it's like when people are denying gravity, you know it's like you kind of got to stick with the people who are like I believe in gravity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
as, as screwed up as they are. Listen, we have our orthodoxy, but it can we at least agree that there's gravity? No, that's real talk. I mean, it is. And that's funny. You know, so, hey, a dime payment, speaking of believing in gravity, is a Christian-owned processing payment business. They believe in gravity. Mm-hmm. Every business needs a payment processing system, so go to dimepayments.com forward slash FLF. I'll look at this camera, Neil. Yep. And sign your business up. Working with them supports us, Cross Politics. Yep. We use them. Uh, when when you go to them and you tell them that we sent you. And they'll also get a discount yeah. on their processing yeah. fee, yeah. too. Dime, dime payments so. won't cancel you like yep. Stripe canceled President Trump. They won't cancel you like MailChimp canceled the Babylon Bee. Mm. Or like YouTube. Canceled Cross Politics. Yeah. I need to have Hey, that. what's up? Check them out. At least have a phone call. Tell them the cross politics sent you. Go to dimepayments.com forward slash F L F. And they've been great to work with. Their customer yeah. service has been fantastic. They were at the conference, and, yeah, too. And they're they, at the conference. They and, believe yeah. in gravity. And and we got two uh university courses coming up. Oh. Two Fight Laugh East University courses coming up. One is Christian Faith and Technology with Dr. Thomas Price. Tom Price from oh, the podcast. Christian Faith and Technology. From the podcast. Sign me up. Yep. This course is an introduction to moral theology and its assessment of spiritual, intellectual, and ethical implications of advanced technology on our lives. Do you want to talk about like robots with guns? He's probably going to get into all that. Driving, self-driving cars, all that stuff. Yeah. So Christian Faith and Technology, uh, it starts October 6th, and it'll run for seven weeks. You can sign up. Go to uh, uh and you can click on our university tab at the top, and you'll get to them. So it's, it's 200 Man. bucks uh, per family household, so your right. whole family can do it. Right. Uh, Thomas is live with you guys, discussions. It, yeah. uh, these courses, had, the feedback's been great because yes. everyone's in the room together. Yeah. The other one is Life is Hardy Hard, hard with Comedian oh, John Brannion. If take you guys, money. Yeah, taking my money for sure. <laughs> if you guys uh, missed him at the conference, you missed John at the conference. He was um, he was hanging. He was hanging. He, he did, did that game with you guys at the end. We did a marriage. Uh, Knox, did you see that game at the end? I was actually interviewing somebody at the time. So oh, I man. It, was, it, was, it, was, it was pretty funny. Was, he did like was. the wedding game yeah. with three couples. Yeah. Yep. And he was trying to see it so division. I think so. Yeah. He was <laughs> what one of the questions he asked was, um, what do you um what what do you not like about your spouse or something like that? <laughs> so, what, what, what do you like what do you bear with? Like, yeah, like, yeah, what do you put up with about your spouse? <laughs> AD Robles guessed his show. <laughs> that's what that's what yeah. that his wife put yeah. up with his show. Was and, he right? No, no, no he wasn't. Okay. No, what, what was it? Was it like the documentaries he watches yeah. or something like that? Oh. <laughs> he likes watching documentaries, and his wife was like, yeah, that, she kind of puts and, up with it. And he was like, know? what? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, there we go. It I'm, was it was pretty funny. I just found the live show on Rumble. I'm going to share that to Facebook right now. So okay, okay, very good. Cool. All right. Um. So uh, this uh, I'm not there yet. Uh, this um, it, 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 this is for realtors. This is okay. for realtors. Pay, pay attention to this. Okay, if you're a realtor, it, it actually has farther implications than that. But the national, you know, kind of realtor association. Yeah. The kind of monopoly, basically, that all these realtors are a part of. Well, they uh, released um, uh, their skill skilled requirements committee. Think of kind of like Robespierre's public health committee okay. kind of thing, right? Okay. Um, they passed uh, language that said um, all realtors, you know, that need to follow kind of these kind of code of ethics. Okay. And and they passed this language that says realtors should not use harassing speech, hate speech, epithets. Slurs based on mostly on race, color, faith, intercourse, handicap, intercourse. What? That's a that's in there. Familial standing, nationwide origin, sexual orientation, or gender. Wait a second. Why did they spell color with O U? Because color? Co- because that's more. That's that's not that's not American English. No, that's your, that's, that's not. That's I, your, I think this European. might be in a different country. No. No, this is in America. I don't, this is not my America. This is in America. Where we spell color with a U. Well, um, so, well, it depends. So passed, <laughs> it depends. The Great passed, Reset happened, and I don't know if you know about that. They, they passed that language, and then off that language, they gave uh, kind of some case studies of how, to, a, like. of how to apply it. So they, had, right? came up, so they came up with their Ten Commandments, That's right. and now they're giving their case, case law. laws. Yeah, it okay. sounds sound like Old right, Testament, right? right? You know? Inescapable. Um, and, and, and this is going to be a play that that basically to be a part of the realtor association to be a realtor to be able to sell houses 
you have to follow these code of ethics. So here's the case law they gave us to kind of apply this. And this is actually based on a real-life scenario that happened. Is this okay. from Leviticus? <laughs> Might as well be. Realtor A. So here's the case study. Realtor A was a preacher in his native church. He's also a realtor. So a realtor, and he okay. also pastored, right? Said earlier that a bunch of congregants, lesbians and homosexuals, are murderers in line with the scriptures. One of many congregants filed an ethics grievance in opposition to Realtor A, alleging the assertion violated Article 10, which is referring to um, what I just read hey, to you guys. Time out, Gabe. I got yep. I to I track with this. Are you saying that a, a preacher in his church said thus? He said pe- lesbians and homosexuals are murderers in line with the scriptures. That's what he said. Okay. And then someone filed a complaint from his sermon. Mm-hmm. Why does it say his native church? There's still stuff about that this is weird. This is not American. Yeah. It is. Okay. I'm, they're just so out of tune. Native church? Yes. I don't know. Maybe they're trying follow, to follow the link. I am, but it's a weird website. No. This is real. <laughs> this is Toby real. Toby is like, this is not happening. This is not ha-. Keep going. Yep. I, I just want to make sure I'm understanding you. You can you can Google. There's other articles about this. Okay. I'm, I'll look it up. Maybe it's just from a news site that's, like that's, not, being, that's not American. Well, this is their actual language for the Realtor Association. That's probably why it's probably a little weird. Yeah. Keep on, going. On... Uh, and then so they they create this, and then uh, the the complaint is heard and argued that the real the realtor A's assertion consti- constituted hate speech, and as a result, remarks have been objectively insulting and offensive. And he's uh, it's found that he's violating the code of ethics because of him preaching at his church at his church, right? And okay. so basically, now they have the grounds for kicking this, taking away his license, his realtor's license. And so here's here's what struck me about this whole thing was the Realtors Association, their code of conduct is giving the Bible the test. Their code of conduct is saying, no, we're, we're a higher authority than the scriptures and all this. Mm-hmm. We have a higher morality, and we have a higher code of conduct, and we're, the, the Bible has to submit to our code of ethics. And so what's going to happen is uh, realtors who are Christians and who have to follow this um, this new code of ethics, and I think more is coming down the pipe on on all this from the Realtor Association and, and a number of other you know union associations. All those um, uh, kind of organizations are going to, I think, be pressing this kind of issue, and you'll get you'll you'll lose your electrical license uh-huh. if you go to this church. Well, I mean, in one way or another, we're already seeing it with vaccines. So, mm-hmm. uh, Pastor, your face is looking very very I'm puzzled. Just, right just reading about it, I think I think they amended this back in twenty twenty. Yep. This is from November 2020, and they're um, and if you remember, we actually um, heard about this, or at least I did. I heard about this coming last year, and and so then they amended it. But I want I wanted to bring it up because here's here's one of the things that we've been talking about and working on here in in a, uh, at Cross Politics is trying to think through how to build a Christian economy, right? Yeah, how to get past this like these realtor associations, these um, all these uh, power plays that are going to force Christians out of the companies, out of Amazon, out of the market. You know, we just talked, we just had the plug from dime payments. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think it's really important that we think of how to build a Christian economy, how to do business with one another. One of the things that, um, Toby, I haven't even ran this by you. This is going to be good for you. Um, is is we actually want to build a realtor um, association website through Cross Politics. We, this is how we have business meetings. Mm. And, so, and so Christian realtors. Are you making an emotion? No, <laughs> well, we're already doing it. <laughs> It's not a motion. You're getting dragged along. So this. people who are looking for realtors to do yes, business with can go to our website yes. and and sign up and say, hey, I'm, I'm looking to move to, to yeah. Texas or I'm looking to move to Florida. I'm right. looking to move to Moscow. Who's a good Christian realtor I can work with? Right. Uh, and so, you know, um, uh, I think so that's part of kind of our way of kind of contributing to like, hey, here's how we can bring Christians together and kind of go around the realtor association eventually. If we build a strong enough network of Christians doing business with each other, well, we don't even need the realtors licensing yeah, anymore. I, I actually think that's what God's doing for us. Uh, yeah, I do I, too. I, I actually, I mean, I think, I mean, we we have not. I mean, God is sort of forcing Christians to lead. Mm-hmm. Like, like, yeah. when, you, like when when you have these associations and these licensing things, what are you doing? You're leading. Well, right now we've been led by pagans and people who hate God. Yeah. Well, yeah, people who don't believe in gravity. You're submitting okay. to their code of ethics. And, yeah, and and you know, again, if you you, uh, there's not anything necessarily sinful of working in Babylon. You're, you're yep. Daniel and the three friends, but but Christianity means um, uh, leadership. Christianity means yeah. taking dominion. Christ, that's what that's what 
Jesus didn't come and die and rise again mm-hmm. um, in order to lose. Mm-hmm. Right. He, he, he came to, he, and then he, he sends us out into the world to make disciples. We're supposed to be discipling the nations, not being discipled by the nations. Right. And this includes all these things. And so I think, I think this whole shakedown, the Vax thing, I think um, these kinds of insane um, cancel culture um, things, mm-hmm. yeah, get out. Leave. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, and, and I think across the board, um, find your people, yeah. find yeah. other Christians, yeah. work yeah. together, produce a better product. Mm-hmm. I was talking to a, a friend yesterday, and he has this business that he has built up. They got twelve employees. They're doing they're doing really pretty well. Yeah, and and he, he's not quite passionate about it. There's other things he'd like to do, and and I was telling him, I said, man, think generationally. Like think about how you can build your business up and you can pass it down to your kids. Mm, that's and, good. and because you know, we've talked about this on the show before. It's like Christians have, have abandoned the concept of passing down generational wealth to their kids right. and building things up. And even let's say even if you want to sell your company, you build up this company, you want to sell it, well, we'll sell it to some other Christians. Sure. Like stop yeah. selling it away to the pagans for them to kind of reap all the benefits of all your hard work for 10, 20 years. You know, um, first of all, I want to say, I see y'all on Rumble. Salute all y'all over there on Rumble. And I, I'm watching the Rumble chant, so Rumble rant. So if you guys say anything on Rumble, I'm going to respond to it or ask these guys if you have any okay. questions. Okay. You know, something that's really been hitting me lately, I was talking just yesterday with Jason Farley. We were talking about um, uh, Gnosticism and, and the eschatology of Gnosticism. Uh, um, but it was uh, it's hit me how much that Christians have forgotten about the future. Mm-hmm. And, and we, when we were at the conference this past, um, week and a half, week now. Yeah, so yeah. there was a question. Seems like yesterday. It does. It really does. <laughs> I haven't recovered from it yet. It's so good. Um, it's like a sugar coma. You can just <laughs> still taste it and feel it. Um, but one of the, there was a question at the end of talking about, you know, how do we balance between Christians who are supposed to be leaving this world? Um, and going to this next world and engaging the world that we're in right now. And that really bothered me. The question did, because I think that's where most Christians are. And there, and this is why the great reset is winning. This is why the idea of a recreation of the world is winning is because Christians have forgotten the actual story and the narrative of Genesis. The world was for man to conquer. <laughs> the mm-hmm. world was for man to redo what God had did in the garden. That mm-hmm. was the intention. Mm-hmm. When Adam sinned, he didn't just lose the relationship with God. He lost the ability to do what God told him to do well. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And so when Christ has come and redeemed man, that same situation that Adam had before the fall, Christ has now restored. Mm-hmm. So you are to go out in the power of the gospel to do the very thing that Adam was supposed to do in the beginning. Right. We have disconnected that story. Right. From how we are operating right now, and we've gotten the salvation thing, mm-hmm. and we get we get that, but then it has no practical reality in the world whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And it's like your your restored your your relationship with Christ also restores your relationship to your brother and to the world that you're actually living in, mm-hmm. so that the world gets transformed. And the people who are getting this, the people who are understanding this, are the pagans. The pagans are saying mm-hmm. this world needs to change. Marx, he was after well, this, that, right? This is Ben Merkel. Right, 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 exactly. This is, oh, man, you were hitting it dead on. He started off his talk at our rally, and he said, you know, I don't know if you're post-mill or not, but at least the liberals are thinking that way. <laughs> right, so, right. So maybe Christians, you know, they might be pre-mill, all-mill, whatever. You may not be post-mill or paedo-baptist, but the world is. Yeah. yeah. But the left is. The pagans are. That is so good. And, yeah. and they're recreating the world. Right. That's what they're mm-hmm. trying to do. Yeah. That's what they're trying to do is recreate. And so this what this is, is a new Levitical law. Right. Right. That's coming down yep. and say, hey, this is the new world and this is how you're going to have to operate in. And Here's our case law. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this is where Christians are going to have to say, no, that's a lie from the world that God has made. Right. That is not the real world. And we're going to have to stand up and say no. And so what we're doing now is what God has forced us to do is say, you're going to. We're going to see clearly 2020, the mm-hmm. people who are going to say, no, that's not the world God created. You don't get to have that. You can't have her. It's unlawful for you to have yeah. her. Right. The same what John did or say the way that you're talking about the world God has made is right. Mm-hmm. That's that's the two options we are having right, right now. Right, right. And so the, regardless of what people this is why John MacArthur was so important in this last one. Yeah. Because regardless of his eschatology and regardless of how he understands, you know, practically how the world should run, he, he gets something so right that it it kind of kind of puts the rest of those things at bay. Yeah, right. And it's right. like if you get this right, buddy, right. 
You're more with us than you think you are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when you're talking about spheres. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you on the team. You just don't want to claim it. Yeah, yeah. You know? There's a book, uh, Thomas Sowell, Black Rednecks and White Liberals. Yes. Um, which is really fantastic. It's very interesting. Piles in on yeah. this, you know, sort of um, common grace on fire. Um, but um, the point, he's, he's talking about how across cultures, across the world, um, how uh, minorities succeed. Uh-huh. Over and over again, yep. it was one of the points in the book, and and uh, and the thing that he points out is just world over, um, uh, having family intact, yep. working long hours mm. at things that no one else wants to do mm-hmm. but need to be done, mm-hmm. and then patience over generations. Mm. And he says that's covenantal. That's that's the key. Wow, family intact, mm. um, w- working long hours. Doing those things that no one else wants to do, but need to be done, and everybody needs. Yeah, um, he calls them middlemen. 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 He, he's, you, know, you, you find the middleman position, the thing yeah. that everybody needs, is some kind of you know transportation, some kind of service industry, and then and then. But he says, but nobody wants to do that because the early returns aren't huge. No, that's right. But they build. Yeah, that's and right. Then, and then slowly over generations, you it it starts to exponentially wow. explode right. and you own businesses, you own franchises right. and stuff. Uh-huh. But, but the point is absolutely it's covenantal. It's right. exactly the way God made the world. I mean, read Proverbs. That's what right. Proverbs is about. Mm-hmm. Work hard, be faithful to your wife uh-huh. and think long term. Preach yep. preacher. Think long term. Yep. Yep. And if, and if Christians are willing to do that, it really, it, it's, it's just a matter of math. Right. You yep, talked about the right. math of, of, right. of children before, but yep. it's, it's the math of just generational if wealth. You wor- and, if you work harder yep. um, under the blessing of God, and you know, again, God is sovereign, yep. and some of us will get cancer and die young. Yep. Some, yep. You know, some of us will have um, tragedies in our families, yep. and, and I mean, it's not going to all be just you know, pie in the sky. Right. No. But um, Proverbs, says, Proverbs yep. says, all things being equal, this is the way God made the world. Guys, this theme of this show is gravity exists. Right. <laughs> right. That's exactly right. God made gravity. Yeah. God made the world, and it works this way. Yep. Stay married to your wife. Love your kids. Work harder. Yep. That's right. Come and on then, now. And then work, har- work harder the next day. Work harder the next year. And then think generationally. So, think about your kids and your grandkids. So the Brookings Institute, which is a liberal think tank, yes. basically came to the same conclusions. They came up with, basically, you want to not live in poverty? You, you, know, you want to get out of poverty? Yeah. They said, graduate high school. That's it. Graduate high school, mm-hmm. and then don't have kids out of wedlock. <laughs> those are like the two. There's one. There's one other thing I forget what it was, but those are the, the three things they they're saying. And two of the three were like basically graduate high school, right. and then uh, don't have kids out of wedlock, and you'll right. you're on the path to not living in poverty. Right. Yeah, it's it's, it's and believe it or not, guys, kind of made it that simple, like gravity. It's gravity, yeah. it, and it has a tra- it has yeah. a trajectory. That's what people we were talking about. This your eschatology actually matters, right? Because it's actually pointing to what you believe about Genesis. <laughs> Right, mm-hmm. it, Genesis has a trajectory. It's going to particular place, mm-hmm. and so how you understand that really has a trajectory on like, what's your eschatology? Well, what is God doing in the world? Mm-hmm. God is transforming it. Right, it's mm-hmm. bringing heaven to earth. Right. How does He do that? Right. Being faithful. Right? right, right. And this, this again is is part. This is the gravity. Like yes. He created the world for this. Yes. He created the world to be um, to be glorified. By mankind, he mm-hmm. created it to be served and worked. Yes, um, by those who bear his image. Before okay. before you go, I want to know what's in the because you got packages over here. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm looking at these packages I like forgot. I want I want I want stuff. Yeah. What yeah. is it? What's in um, it? Speaking of gifts, Founders Ministries. Ooh, yeah, you know, I think things. I know what's in here. This one is for Gabriel Wrench. Oh, and this one is for oh. David Shannon. Yes, and um, is this is this from and, Jared? I think I know what this and, is. And uh, I think <laughs> I know what this is. I mean, you know. I, I don't mind you guys having presents and you everything, don't, you don't but, need any. but um, what is this? I knew it. A book Ooh. on theonomy. A book on theonomy. A book on theonomy. I <laughs> knew it. Tom Askell. Just, Just thinking. thinking came out with their book. That's right. Daryl and Virgil. Uh, and the four with, words with by, John by John MacArthur. <laughs> Just thinking it's, about the it, state. It, that's oh right. man, it's, it's okay, Tom I, I, and Hannah and yeah, Jared. That's okay. All y'all, I, I don't. I don't need one. It's okay. That's, I mean, you can just give. You forgot about. Pastor? Presents to Gabe and Knox. Founders forgot about uh, pastors. Hold on, it's, I don't know what that okay. means. 
Jones. I have, that that might actually mean we need this more than you do. <laughs> <laughs> so it could be a compliment, oh, and you, you just not know. Right. That's funny. I just want to say about this book. Now they ain't gonna be happy with me saying this, but I'm gonna say it anyway. This book is probably introductory book into theonomy. So. I'm I'm really excited about this book. It really yeah, is. Yeah. I, I don't you, look people. You only have you, you need a good intro to theonomy because this, like David like a uh, 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 Greg Bonson's book on theonomy is yeah thick. It's, it's thick yeah thick. So, so this, this is a good one, intro is, into and, Greg and it's, Bonson's and it's by book. all my favorite people <laughs> yeah. and they had never claimed to be theonomist. No. But they we, write in great we love books you, Daryl and Virgil. <laughs> so all right, and y'all you, can come it, on and talk about it, this book anytime you want. Yeah, I don't know if you guys been. I've been paying attention to this, but like right now, all the conservative states are where all the COVID spikes are happening. Right, it's always conservative states that are problems. Right, <laughs> and California right now, they said after their summer spike, they're at their lowest COVID levels. I think they're getting through herd immunity, is what I think is happening. But anyways, um, uh, Idaho is one of those states where everything's su- supposedly spiking, and the hospitals are getting um, into critical standards of care threshold. Right. Okay. Um, and but it's also important to note. So I've I've been talking and messaging with a number of nurses and doctors in Idaho about this because uh, we're in this critical standard of care threshold. But one of the things, but how they determine that is how many beds are in the hospital and how, how many? many staff or yeah. nurses are available to serve those beds. That's right. Okay. And and, and both, uh, I've been talking to different hospitals. And and so they define it by how many beds and how many staff they have to serve. Yeah. Um, and they said when the pandemic started in March 2020, you remember, one of the industries that lost the most jobs in a pandemic was the medical healthcare. industry, healthcare. Yep. Which you kind of need that and, in and, a pandemic, I'm guessing. But because all the non-essential services were completely killed. Yep. They 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 st- stopped routine surgeries. Yeah, they, they they set up all the tents and they said we're going to have a pandemic. It's going to be bubonic plague. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have COVID, stay away. Yep. Which and so they it. lost. So one of the one of the guys, people I've been talking to, they lost twenty percent of their nurses back in back when the pandemic started. Right, and they haven't recovered that staff. Right, they have not recovered that staff. Some of those nurses started doing travel nurse work, mm-hmm. which is really good pay. You yeah. get you get a lot of money for that, and and so they didn't they didn't come back. Uh, and so now they're defining this critical standard of care based off this new threshold. Where you have, uh, where your staff is, uh, you aren't staffed up as much. And I'm not sure it's a new threshold. I think it's it may be the same. One. I'm saying it's a new threshold in the sense that they don't have the same amount of staff. Sure. Okay. That's all. It's, 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 it's not a new standard. Right. But, That's right. But when you but when you you lose twenty or thirty percent of your staff, and they've artificially created yes, and they've shot themselves in the foot, uh-huh. and then they've they've said we're having a pandemic of of foot wounds. So here's our solution in I'm Idaho. Here's our solution in Idaho. Governor Little just this last week is sending ten million dollars in relief to the hospitals overwhelmed with COVID patients. Ten million dollars only. In a pandemic, when all these people are coming to use your hospital, how is it that you need more money? Aren't you getting a, a – doesn't demand go up in a pandemic and you make more money? Well, why, do, why do hospitals need more money? Well, because they, they don't have enough staff. Um, yes. I, it's, it's the, 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 I think the real lie is – so what I would like to know statistically, which we do not know, is the um, – we were still not making a careful distinction between hospitalized for COVID and, for, or with. and hospitalized with yeah, COVID. That's right. We need to make that distinction. They don't, they don't want to make that distinction. But 600,000 people died okay. in this pandemic. I'm just saying, there's at least even now, there's an Atlantic article pointing that out yep. and how statistically that leaves us in the dark. Yep. The Atlantic people. This is not fringe. That? The Atlantic. Okay, That makes a difference. Okay, That matters. Um, we we need to make that distinction, um, and then we need to actually compare numbers and say what um, what are these ca- what are these caseloads and how do they compare yep. to previous years yep. and so on because they're asserting this over and over again again driving panic, mm-hmm. um, saying we have this COVID crisis, hospitals are being flooded with COVID patients, mm-hmm. and and I don't believe. Any of them. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, and Didn't the Atlantic say like 50%, about almost 50% of the patients that um, ha, or, had mild with, or hardly? Yes, and they were in there for other things. And they, they were they hospitalized they, yeah. for other things. They test positive for COVID. Yeah. And, then, and then in a lot of cases, it's all getting thrown into the same pile and saying yep. our hospitals are being overrun by COVID. Did yeah. you say thrown into the same pile? I thought this would be a great time, especially since we're now on Rumble, to talk about poopy water. <laughs> uh 
Because I don't know if Rumble's heard this yet, so I'm just going to say for the, for the people watching on Rumble, this is what happens. This is what I call poopy water. When everybody can see that there is... A, Hang on, we're freezing real quick. The internet needs to reboot. Okay, so I should save this for... Yeah, save, for, save the poopy water until we go water. live again. Okay, well, I'm, I'm back live. I don't, you know... Are you live? I'm okay. live. All right, all right. So here's the deal. So what, this is the world. Let's say that there's a room, and there's a the room that has a mess on the floor, and the, everybody can see that this thing is dirty. Everybody yeah. sees that it's dirty. Yeah. So everybody's like, okay, you know what we need to do? We need to clean this up. Yeah. Well, what the world does as they go to clean this thing up is they go get the mop bucket that has feces in the water. And they but take. Why would they do that? Because they are dead in their transgressions and sins. Okay. Yeah. And they don't see how the world works. They're, right? they're, they're right. desperate. And, and, and they think that they have the ability in their own uh, sin and brokenness to be able to fix a problem that is actually supernatural. That's why. And so what they end up doing is taking that bucket. And they mop the whole floor with that poopy water thinking that, hey, this will clean up the mess. But what it's actually doing is making it worse. And this is exactly what we're doing with the whole medical situation. We thought that what we would do in trying to shut down this virus is, hey, everybody go home. Don't do anything. But what do we lose? We lose. Have you guys been paying attention? There are nobody working jobs right now. Mm -hmm. I was over at Rose Hours. And they are telling me they can't get anybody to sign up for a job. That wasn't going on a year and a half ago. Not at that level. Well, you got you you checks coming in. Right. Yeah. Right. Poopy water. Just yeah. getting right yeah. through the mail. Yeah. Right. It's not. Right. And nobody wants to work. And so what they've done now is created a whole nother problem. Now they have a, a people coming into the hospital for all kinds of different reasons. It has nothing to do with COVID. And, and here they are trying to service them, but they don't have the employees. Why? Because you got rid of all of them. Right. Well, and now you're also um, doing ma- uh, mandates, vaccine mandates on all oh, that's the whole, yes. So, so they got sent home, and then it's like you know the, the good ones you had left. They don't want to stay either. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, I, I'm not going to do this. I'm not yep. doing your experimental drug. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, yeah. I, I'm, I want to protect my myself, my family, whatever. Alienated forty percent of their workforce, and then and then more of them are just quitting or leaving yeah. because yeah. of that. That's right. They're shooting themselves in the foot, and then they're calling it a COVID crisis. Yeah. No, it's not a COVID crisis. <laughs> It is, it's a statist crisis. Exactly. Stop trying That's to right. solve everything as the state. That's right. You're, you need to submit yourself to God and do what he says your job is to do. That's right, Toby. Get back in your lane. Statist crisis. So um, speaking of status, so the other thing that has um, been on my radar this last month is all the um, government organizations that are posting information about ivermectin. Um, and but you know out, what? I just want to say right now, if we was on YouTube, our stream would be know, so done know, right I know. now. I just said ivermectin, <laughs> and I'm on Rumble though. Yeah, we would be I so done. I said it. I right said now. it. So yesterday, our Idaho Department of Health and Welfare posted this: ivermectin will not keep you from getting COVID nineteen. Time out. We already is, know is that. anybody arguing that? I don't know. The vaccine won't keep you from getting yeah. COVID nineteen. Right. right. Yeah. All right. It, and then they go on to say it's not approved or recommended. Uh, as a treatment for COVID-19 and can have severe side effects when used inappropriately. Um, actually, the side effects aren't that severe. It's like headaches, diarrhea, stuff like that. But how, uh, have they written like the side effects for the vaccine yet? No. Okay. No. I'm just wondering because yep. they didn't do one of the – okay, keep the going. Spreading, the spreading of this false information it smells like poopy goes water. against our mission to strengthen the health and safety and independence of Idahoans. Oh, my goodness. We want to provide a platform for all Idahoans to discuss issues and topics related to the Department of Health and Welfare, but we will block you if you threaten our staff or post multiple comments that promote information that is false or misleading. So I posted this in that thread. Okay, This is from a study uh, from the National Center for Biotechnology, Okay, the National Medical Library. Okay. Um, And it said, this is the the summary or a partial summary from the abstract. Since March 2020... When ivermectin was first used against a new global surge, COVID nineteen, more than twenty randomized clinical trials (RCTs), the, the most the most trusted resource, by yep, the way, have tracked such inpatient outpatient treatment. Six of the seven meta analysis of the IVM ivermectin, I can say here on on Rumble, treatment RCTs, randomized control testing. Yep, randomized control reporting in twenty twenty one. So 20 to 2021, they have about a year to do all this stuff, found notable reductions in COVID-19 fatalities with a mean of 31% relative risk for mortality versus controls. During a mass IVM treatments, ivermectin, in Peru, excess deaths fell by 74% over 30 days in 10 states with the most extensive treatments. Reduction in deaths correlated with the extent of IVM, ivermectin distributions in all 25 states with, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, less than 
0.002. Um, sharp reductions in morbidity using ivermectin were also observed in two animal models. So they did this testing on animals. Um, and SARS-CoV-2 and a related be- uh, beta-coronavirus. We call that beta-coronavirus. <laughs> beta, oh, the, the words. Okay. yeah. The indicated biological mechanism of IVM competing binding, binding with a SARS-CoV-2 spike protein. So this is how, how it seems to be working. The, the biological mechanism of how ivermectin can kind of bind to the SARS virus is likely a non-epitope-specific uh, so it's it's likely non-epitope specific, possibly yielding full efficacy against emerging viral mutant strains. So I wanted to read that whole thing because that's that's from the abstract of the study. You can go; I, we get the link will be in the show notes. Yep, and you, you can go, go actually read, read the whole study at the Na- National Institute of Health uh, uh, of bio, bio, biotechnology under the Library for um, uh, uh, Medicine. And so I I posted that in the Idaho Department of Health <coughs> and Welfare, and someone responded and said. Um, it, you know, it's recommended as a treatment, not a cure sure. to me. And I said, and I actually, when I posted it in the Idaho department, I said, hey, th- this is actually a good, helpful treatment. I even said treatment in my post, and then I linked to the study that talked about as a treatment. Right. And, and I, 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 Knox pointed this out earlier and said, we're just in a different world now. Mm-hmm. Like information and logic and reasoning and, and even the ability to read. Like, like our capacity to read. And the Idaho Department of Gabe, Health and Welfare, Gabe. they're literally posting misinformation about ivermectin. Gabe, it's not a cure. <laughs> Which is what I said. But you know what? I said it's a, it's, it's a plausible treatment. But here's the deal. Also, it won't keep you from getting it. And then there's, there's also another link I can actually post in the show notes where it has 63 studies. Dr. Cole sent this to me. Dr. Ryan Cole, who's been on our show before, he sent this to me, where there's been 63 different studies on ivermectin regarding uh, how it's treatment for COVID-19. Right. 63 studies this on is, this. This is why, you know, and I don't, I don't doubt this, but this is why this is more than just about the coronavirus. This is why it's more than just about um, what's, what's happening right now as far as people being sick. Because if you are in a situation where you can find anything that can give you 73% of a of an asset to help people stay alive, you don't say it doesn't fix it. You say, "Praise God!" Right? That's useful. We should be using this. This right. is a tool to help us. Yeah. Some people. So, and, and maybe it's not a treatment that's suited for everybody. Everybody, but yeah. but I we mean, can use it. A doctor, we whatever. understand that. Yeah, of course. But, but if you're if you're in a situation where this thing is kicking your butt, any sort of thing that comes to cover your flank, you, you jump at. Mm-hmm. And the fact that people aren't doing that is like there is a something else. This is. Guys, we are in a spiritual battle. We really are. I mean, if you can't if you can't see that, you don't understand what's happening right now. How come abortion right. is a decision between your doctor and you? And yet COVID-19, vaccines, ivermectin, all this stuff is not a decision between your doctor Uh-oh. and you. Pastor, Pastor Toby's He's guys, pulling out the Bible. Bible. This is about to get good. I'm getting my organ ready. What you about to do? Preach, preach up. Um, I just, I think the, yeah, the insanity, the level, the depth of, of just insanity is, it is supernatural. Um, I made this point in my, in my talk at the, at the conference. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't think we Christians quite have yet grasped the nature of this supernatural problem. Mm. It, it's, it's not merely that we are utterly and completely spiritually blind. It's not merely um, that there are... Um, probably um, evil spiritual forces at work yeah. um, driving much of this principalities and powers, whatever mm-hmm. spiritual forces of darkness. And have, I mean, you name it like, yeah. And it's not merely any of those things. I don't think we have yet quite grasped the fact that what we are up against is God himself. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. God is the one doing this. God is doing this. That's good. And I don't think American Christians, many of us, have even category for this. Wait, wait, wait God? God yeah. Why would God do this to us? Yeah. Because he hates us. Yeah. Because we rebelled against Because them. he hates what we're doing. Mm. Right? Um, th- we are under the covenantal curses of God. This is this is what this is what it looks like. I mean, read Deuteronomy thirty-two. This is what I was looking at. I mean, when when God is angry with a people. When God is angry with people, he comes after them. Is that Old Testament? Because I don't know if that... 
He comes kind of after them. Is it in, in red? Is it in red? Um, it's in Revelation too. Oh, okay. Jesus yeah. rides a horse mm. covered in blood because he when and, and he and he warns the churches in the beginning of Revelation. Mm-hmm. If if you if you turn away from me, if you worship idols, if you go, give in to sin, um, I, I will, will judge you. I will remove yep. your lampstand, uh-huh. and I will come and destroy you. Uh-huh. And, mm-hmm. and and what are we what are we living in? We are living in. I mean, when God, um, it, it says in in, uh, in Romans one, when we do not worship God and serve Him as Creator, that's like again gravity. Right. There is a God. There is a fixed nature to the world because there is a Maker. When you turn away from God, what happens? God gives you over yep. to insanity, mm-hmm. to your darkness, mm-hmm. to your folly, to your sodomy. Mm-hmm. Who, who is the one who does that? Mm-hmm. God. Yeah. yeah. Right? Why do we have sodomites parading in our streets? Because God has given us over. He's on the other side of this. He's the one giving us over to this insanity. And the same thing in, in Proverbs, the, the man who falls into adultery, it says, is abhorred by God. Why do people fall into adultery? Because God hates them. Mm. Yeah. Why does God hate them? Because they've been sinning up a storm. Yeah. Because they've had hard hearts that he's given them opportunity after opportunity to repent of their sins and yep. they refuse. Yep. And so finally God says, that's it. I'm giving you over. Thy yeah. will be done. Thy will be done. Yeah. Yeah. And what do people, what does a man who's hardened that's himself right. in sin do? He just runs pell-mell into adultery, right, right destroys into his it. own life, destroys yeah. his own world. And God has done that to us yeah. in this nation. And, and I think, you know, conservative Christians, um, you know, kind of patriots, kind of that crowd yeah. for the last 40 years – has or I'd say I'd say in the eighties and nineties they thought hey everything's going okay pretty well for us we have the moral majority we have you know America's doing well you know we're patriots everyone God bless America all that stuff everyone felt kind of intact in the eighties and nineties I don't think so and things weren't no I'm I'm just saying this is what they saw what conservative Christians and kind of the the patriot crowd saw. They didn't think things were that bad. I think, I think they, they think about it now. No, I think they did think, think things were that bad. I, it, it, here's here, – I, I disagree. Anyways. Go ahead. Uh, Proverbs says that you, you can't touch coals and not be burned. Yeah. And I think the church has been playing with coals thinking that they can't be burned. And you, you see this in um, uh, you know, how the devil um, tricks us, how the devil lies to us, how we believe lies. And we think that, oh, you know, I can have lustful thoughts and not be burned. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. I can, uh, or the church can kind of dabble in in um, you know silly worship music that is modeled after the world not and not be dabbling. burned. We're, we're in it. We're in it. Hundred percent. But Gabe, this is why I'm disagreeing with you a little bit. Is because I think the play that they ran with the majority, conservative majority, moral, moral majority, moral majority, Duke right, Gingrich, it was the play of not repenting. Right. What we did was we grasped after the yeah. last stand we're gonna of power. Pa- we're going to pass a defensive marriage act. We exercised in critical race theory as much as we could. Yeah. That's what we did. Uh-huh. We went for the power to try and bend everybody to the world that we wanted to live in instead of falling to our knees like they did in Chronicles, seeing the borders were gone and broken and repent. Right. Put worship back right. That's not what they were working on. No. They weren't working on putting worship yeah. right. That's the point is, is, is when you're up against God then the only thing you can do is plead with God. That's right. There's no one else. When when God is angry at you, when God's wrath is upon you, when God's curses are upon you, you can't vote yourself out of this. That's right. You can't vote yourself sane. That's right. You can't vote yourself back into the blessing of God. I mean, that's the the height of hubris and arrogance. That's That's right. right. Like, oh, I, I got this. Yep. No, you don't. You don't understand. He's hunting us down. I mean, right. that's the language that is, is what he, he's, he says that he, he comes after us. It says, I will heap mischiefs upon them. I will spend my arrows upon them. They will be burnt with hunger. They will be devoured with burning heat and bitter destruction. I will send the teeth of beasts on them and the poison of serpents on, on them, the sword without and terror within. Wow. Does any of this sound familiar? Wow. Um, um, I will destroy young men and virgins. Um, nursing infants and the man of great hairs. I, I said I would scatter them to the corners. I would make the remembrance of them to cease from among men. Where it, I mean, it just goes on. And and you can't be a culture that kills babies for forty years yes. and not be burned. Exactly. You can't be a culture that uh, endorses uh, homosexuality and not be burned. Well, right. our, our biggest problem has been a mago day for a long time. Right. And right, not like be it, burned. You, you don't get right? to do that. And the, yeah. They are a nation void of counsel, neither is there any understanding in them. 
Mm. Oh, that they were wise, that they understood this, that they would consider their latter end. How should one chase a thousand or two put 10,000 to flight? Except their rock had sold them and the Lord shut them up. Mm. Wow. That's like Romans one. Exactly. Right. And and it's, it's the, it's exactly the same. It's, it's a covenantal judgment. Right. And, And so I mean, our problem is not the left. We have it's a coronavirus chasing millions. Our, yeah, our, our, our problem is not the alphabet jihadist. That's right. Um, the, the, our problem is not with rhinos. That's yeah. Our problem is not with it, our problem is that we have sinned. Yeah. And and God is the one who is chasing us. Right. And 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 you can't you can't get out of this insanity. This this um, complete. I mean, this is judgment. Right. And, and here's the thing: is if the church repents yeah. here in America, yeah, we're outnumbered. Yeah, we're out. But you want to be outnumbered under the blessing of God, or be right. outnumbered well, under the judgment of God? And in the same book in Deuteronomy, when it describes the blessings of, of God, it says one will chase a thousand. It turns it around. <laughs> well, you, and, you don't need numbers if yeah. God is with you. That's and right. so, in, in Chronicles, when you see that the the worship is restored, yeah. what's what's happening in the situation? What's the story? The whole city has no borders the, the enemy king is coming yeah. they have no way to defend themselves they go to worship and while they're at worship the enemies that are coming against them fight against each other and kill yeah. each other yeah, they ambush each other and, right yeah. and the angel comes yes. through and slays the rest That's of right. them right yeah, and right. then what do they do after they get done with worship they walk out and collect the spoils right god fought for his people yeah. at the point That's that right. they're repenting of their sin right because that's who they had the problem with. That's, <laughs> that's right. right. And, and it, one other thing to add to this is the other point that needs to be held closely with all of this is I'm not saying we can't ask God to bless America. Right. I'm not saying we can't ask God to have mercy on America. I'm just saying it has to be done in Jesus' name, meaning yeah. we're under the blood. Yeah. We're, right. we're, we're covered in blood, and so right. we have to be under blood. Right. And, and, and God's judgments are surgical. Yeah. That's one of the things that I don't think we realize is that, um, you know, even when Sodom and Gomorrah was as wicked as they were, yep. Abraham talks God down to 10. There weren't even 10, and God is, in his kindness, rescues, you know, four, three yeah, and a half. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but still, <laughs> kind, though. But yeah. The mercy of God is surgical, even when his judgments are falling. Yeah. And that's why where, you know, you, you, you find your people, you find your, your church community, your, your family, you're your repenting of your sins, you're seeking God's um, mercy and, yep. and kindness in in Christ, yeah. knowing that we deserve His judgments, right. God's mercy is is there. Yep. And and he and we've noticed that even here in Moscow, even yeah. even we've been you know we're you know we have problems and challenges and so on. But yep. at the same time, as these judgments are falling, there's various ways in which we're just seeing God's we're seeing yeah. God's blessings right. in the midst of this. That's right. God's God's judgments and blessings are surgical. He yep. he, he he's not like the Biden administration um, blowing up cars with kids. In them. Yeah. Right. Um, he hits his target. That's right. He, he, he hits his target. That's hits good, targets, Toby. Yep. And he always protects his people yep. who recognize and see what's going on. But recognize that if you see what's going on, that's the blessing of God already. That's yeah. right. These people on, that's that right. don't see what's going on, they're under the judgments of God. Yeah. They're completely confused and blind. So I, I want to I use this. Can, can, do we get in the show right now? I think well, this is really can, important to land right here real okay. quick. Hold on real quick. Hold on. Two, three more minutes. Three more minutes. Give three me three more, more minutes. minutes. Yeah, three more minutes. Okay, okay. Um, one of the, we talked earlier, like like logic's out the door, the ability to read's out the door, you know, um, and, and, and it's all falling under this judgment. But it, where we're going, is is I think this it's it's not going to be pretty. So this this is happening in yes. Australia yeah. right now, and this is the fruit of you know the Idaho Health Department yep. lying to us, the government lying to us, the government sending ten million dollars to hospitals, the um, <laughs> the the Realtors Association saying this is your code of ethics that you need to fall under, yep. and this is the fruit of all this all these lies. No, this is the fruit of porn. Oh, that's right. What are they shouting? I, we couldn't make I, out I what they were shouting. It sounds like lest we fight. I don't know. Um, I know that they were shouting earlier. There's been a chant, lest we forget. Yeah. Has been, but that uh, doesn't sound like that unless they're saying right. it faster. But So this is in Melbourne, Australia. Right. This is the workers' union, um, union employees Protest. who uh-huh. are protesting because their union officials sold them out. 
yes, actually said, uh, required vaccination mandates in the union. And they weren't going to do it at first, and then they sold them out, and now the employees are like, no, nah, we ain't doing it. Uh-huh. And, this, and what's crazy, though, is you have this. Let us work. They could be. Yeah, I don't know what. I, I somebody part, tell me what they're yeah. saying. Cause uh, I yeah, couldn't if you know and rumble or whatever. If you speak Australian. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and what's crazy about this is all those cops that are lined up in, with horses, shields, like this battle gear. And then you have that one cop say, this is your last warning. Force will be used. Yeah. I've seen other videos where the crowd actually overruns cops. Yeah, I've seen that Have you too. not seen yeah, those? Yeah, I've I mean, seen that that's too. actually overrunning them. Yep. Like, cops just get trampled yep. and pushed out of the way, and crowds yep. just pour. I, don't, yep. I think it was Australia as well. Yeah, it was. I, I don't I know if it's the too. same yep. scene. But, but no. this is what happens when reason and logic is done with your society. Mm-hmm. When you're done, you can't talk and reason with people. Right. It, violence. What's the next step? Violence. Right. You know, this is something though that, as I was thinking about this, I'm like, you know, if you stop and you take back uh, uh, a piece of time and look at everything, this is um, happening around the world. Mm-hmm. This is not happening in one little vacuum of one place. Right. right. This is a worldwide thing where all the governments, everything. This is all happening. Yep. It's big and everywhere. Right. Which, which is, in one sense, is encouraging. If listen to what you said earlier, because God is doing this everywhere. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah. It, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus is doing this everywhere. Yes, Jesus right. is marching through all these nations. That's right. He, he is giving us over to the insanity of our unbelief, yep. and at the same time, I mean, there's, there's. Um, I know there are people in these crowds that are that don't know what spirit they're of. Yeah, either. that's right. Sure. That's there, right. There's there's evil spirits in those crowds as well. Mm-hmm. But there's also um, there's also something in many of these people in these crowds who know. But wait a sec, I believe in gravity. Well, that's that's. I, I, be, yeah. I believe there's a God. I haven't gone and I, I believe two and two is four. I yeah. can see what's happening before my eyes, and and so and so the hope is that you know Christ has not given everybody over to the insanity. That's yeah. right. He's given a lot of our leaders over to the insanity. He's given a lot of our people over to the insanity. But he's also given many people eyes to see and ears yeah. to hear. Yeah. yeah. And and I think I mean I, it, this is a, a glorious opportunity to to preach the gospel. It's yeah. a glorious opportunity to to find your people, gather to your communities where you are committed to repenting of sin, where you recognize that the insanity that's out there still resides in your heart. That's right. That's right. right. The violence that's out there is in your heart when you hate your brother, when you're bitter at your mom, that's when you're right. angry at your kids, when when you do not forgive your spouse, uh, when 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 you're when you are being murderous in your heart, you're you're being a rioter. Yeah. Uh, you're you're being a tyrant. Um, just like they are. Uh, and so repent of your sins, get under the blood, confess your sins to one another, forgive quickly, Amen. worship God, work hard, raise your kids. Mm. Um, that's that's the battle plan. Mm. And it's happening all over the world. Yep. Why? Well, because the nations of the earth have been given to Jesus. Amen. Right? They're, yep. they're coming. It, he, he was lifted up. You can't stop this. Right. Yeah. Um, Jesus wins. Amen. And, and all sin leads uh, you, to violence. You just keep all, all sin leads to violence. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, all sin is violence. Yeah. If you're single, get married, because if I don't do this game, I'll keep talking. If you marry, have kids, <laughs> wait, wait, if you wait. have kids, go <laughs> baptize them until Sunday. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politics.